on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Misinformation around elections is always a concern, but unfortunately, nothing new thanks to bad actors who weaponize technology and social media. But new tools like artificial intelligence could wreak havoc on the upcoming 2024 presidential election. So what should you believe and who can you trust? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Technology continues to advance at a rapid pace. Since the last U.S. presidential election, artificial intelligence has exploded in popularity. ChatGPT was created by a company called OpenAI and launched in November of 2022. Currently, it's open to the public free of charge and can answer questions on an unprecedented range of topics and can aid in tasks like composing emails and writing essays. Amazon, Google, and Microsoft all have jumped on the bandwagon, releasing their own versions of the technology. According to analysis by Swiss bank UBS, ChatGPT is the fastest growing app of all time. While there's broad concern about the long-term impacts of AI on society, experts are warning about short-term catastrophes like anticipated misinformation around the 2024 election. Here's Eric Schmidt, the former CEO of Google. We do not have a philosophical basis for interacting with an intelligence that's near our ability, but non-human. We don't know what happens to our identity, how we communicate, how we think about ourselves when these things arrive. We don't know how far this goes, but the biggest issue is that as we've made these things bigger and bigger, they keep emerging with new capabilities. We have not figured out how powerful this technology is going to be yet. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Thanks so much for joining us. So how rampant will misinformation around the 2024 election be thanks to AI? You know what? There's a, there's a huge opportunity for misinformation. I mean, we saw uh, just a, a few months ago the Pope in a puffy jacket, fake images of Donald Trump being arrested violently in New York City. Uh, I think that there's there's a, a large opportunity, and, and this is going to start uh, with the primary cycle that's uh, going to kick off in January. So up until then, I think we're probably going to see a, a fair amount of, you know, just chicanery on, on the Internet. Uh, but with the primary cycle and once people are actually starting to pay quite a bit of attention to this inside both the Democratic and, and, and Republican primary, there's a lot of things that can be fabricated on the ground. There's a lot of fake news that could be pushed uh, simply by using MidJourney or a number of other tools to, to actually create um, something absolutely fabricated. And um, as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, you know, the opportunity to technology on top of anyone's face has amplified Chinese scammers. So I think we could be looking at fake news, scams, as well as, you know, other things that might just influence people in ways that we really don't want. So amazing times that we live in. Do you actually think artificial intelligence could really impact the 2024 presidential election? 
it's going to come down to looking at this in terms of like the past uh, two big data uh, elections that were run. And that goes back to 2008 with Barack Obama, where technology was uh, very effectively used and 2016 with Donald Trump. Uh, where they utilized a mixture of Cambridge Analytica, a bunch of deep analysis, uh, and a bunch of algorithms in order to win states. The question really becomes, you know, is it uh, the Democrats or is it the Republicans that are going to effectively use technology? And I will tell you that from my experience with campaigns, both local and national, uh, that whoever deploys the best tech this cycle will most likely have the best opportunity at winning. Very interesting. Now, we did also hear the former CEO of Google, Eric Schmidt, saying that a lot of the onus does lay in the laps of social media. Do you think social media should be protecting consumers from false generated AI? You know, looking at what laws are coming out of Australia recently, um, they're going to start charging these platforms uh, for fake news. Uh, so that's one step in the right direction. Uh, but I think that if you look at what Google has done, what Facebook has done, what even Twitter has done in terms of not paying their mods, you know, any of the moderators on the platform or actually outsourcing the mods to countries um, in Africa and the Near East, uh, they're doing a disservice to the platform. They're also doing a disservice to the legitimacy of actual news and content on the platform. So I think we're moving into an era where we've had a ton of cuts in these companies. Uh, and there's really kind of just a free reign opportunity for anyone who's going to come in and play with that. And that's not even talking about whether or not someone is going to leverage artificial intelligence engines on top of bot networks, in which case we could be looking at all sorts of misinformation, tackling, you know, top trending topics, hijacking hashtags, um, and even pushing, you know, faked images uh, that are likely to sway people if that actually can't be verified. So I think the the era of actual verification and watermarks and, and that sort of thing is upon us, but it's it's really going to be to, you know, our elected officials, um, our Congress and our legislators to say, is the regulation time now? Or is it that we're actually going to go through an election cycle where we're going to see a lot of jokes, a lot of shenanigans and, and potentially, you know, vote tampering? While there's broad concern about the long-term impacts of AI on society, even including potential for technology to gain human-like abilities, do you think that a short-term danger can certainly be this misinformation, especially when we're heading into the presidential campaigns gearing up? It's, it's hugely uh, a risk, you know, and, and that's, that's a big issue because if you think about what most of the voters out there know about the candidates. I mean, they have a fair amount of information in Joe Biden. They don't necessarily know anything about Robert Kennedy. Um, and a lot of his things are popping up. And then on the Republican side, you know, this is shaping up like 2016 all over again, where we've already got five to six candidates. We ostensibly could have, you know, maybe about nine candidates before we hit the primaries. Um, and we may even end up with a JV debate uh, on the Republican side like we had in 2016. So the amount of artificial intelligence manipulation, the amount of social media manipulation that could happen is pretty large. Uh, the question just really becomes, how does the audience, how do consumers re respond and react to this? And how are people going to believe this or how many 
with this because we've seen this overseas um, with elections. We've seen this with the Ukrainian offensive and the, the Russian offensive and, and, you know, what's going on with the, the quagmire in Ukraine. Um, and now we potentially have the opportunity to, unfortunately, see what those results are inside of an election cycle where, you know, our future is at stake. So a lot of instances you've already brought up from Ukraine to Russia to the crowded fields on uh, both sides of the uh, political aisle here in the United States. So how can people safeguard against essentially falling for this fake news? I think number one is don't jump to conclusions. So, you know, uh, there's been studies that show most people don't really read beyond the headlines. I think you have to read beyond the headlines. I think, too, if you find a piece of information that's inflammatory or incendiary, you have to, you know, probably take a little time to verify it. And then three, we have, you know, also chaotic effects that are going on that are, are going to confuse people. Um, on the Democratic side, we have all of this chicanery with, you know, Hunter Biden, where he's getting off on charges that put Kodak Black and a bunch of other rappers in jail. On the Republican side, we have, a, you know, a doc scandal going Trump. And it's it's well uh into the the presidential run cycle before we I think we're going to see any kind of results on that because the the next trial isn't even scheduled for August and you could have follow-up trials from that uh, that stretch almost into the primary season so you know there's a big opportunity there for scammers for people to to play games with you know the information economy um, citizens consumers yeah. you know uh, double check and, and a triple check. I yes. think that's uh, probably the best thing they can do right now. Great advice. We'll certainly be watching. Thanks so much for joining us. More ticker news right after this. 